when we obey you. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen. Uh, one of the things I've been doing lately is just studying the Bible, reading the Bible. And today I came across some interesting passages which deals with the term of reconciliation and which deals with how God reconciles us to himself. Now, oftentimes, I'm sure you guys probably don't even think about what that means and think about how God reconciles us to himself. You need to remember that God has a problem with us. We don't have a problem with God. But God has a problem with us. And because he has a problem with us, he has declared that we are essentially under his condemnation. That is, he has condemned us to a eternal punishment. Because we have sinned against him. And sin deserves punishment. It deserves death. And so, anyways, in order to make uh, restitution, in order to uh, get right with God, in order to be reconciled with God, because that's really essentially what I'm talking about, in order to be accepted by God, God has to do that. It takes a God to do that. And only He can do that. Because whenever you sin against God, just one time, you have sinned an infinite number of times. That's just how it works. That's how it's, that's what He has revealed in His Word. You know, I've told you that many times, so I'm not going to go over that any further. But anyways, over in... Um, Romans... Chapter 5, verse 10, beginning of verse 9. I'm read this for you. Verse 9, it says, Since we have now been justified by his blood, justified, notice that we have been justified, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? Right away, there we need to see here that the author, who is Paul, he talks about salvation. Salvation from what? God's wrath. What is God's wrath? That is his anger towards us. Towards humanity. Towards man. With a capital M. Mankind, people, persons, whatever you want to describe it, that's all. Because, again, all have sinned, not some, not a few, all have sinned. So God is, of course, angry with us. He's indignant toward us. The good news is, is though, that God has, has justified us. For those who believe, God has justified us. That is, He has made us right 
He has de- not made us right, but declared us as right before Him, justified before Him. That is, we no longer um, are unrighteous, or not, I should say, we no longer not right with Him, but we are made right with Him. How? By His blood. Whose blood? Jesus' blood. The blood of Jesus. So, now, verse 10. For if when we were God's enemies, again, at one time we were all God's enemies. Those who believe. We were God's enemies. That's what Paul is saying here. We were reconciled, notice that, reconciled to him. We were reconciled to him. That is, God, notice how it's written, it says, was reconciled. Of course, that is a passive verb, a passive predicate verb form. Was reconciled, meaning we didn't reconcile ourselves because we 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 are like Adam and Eve, right? That is, Adam and Eve when they sinned against God, they didn't go to God and say, "You know what, God, we messed up. Forgive us. Forgive me. Forgive. We messed up." We sin. No, they ran. They tried to hide. They tried to cover what they had did. So we have to be reconciled to God, and only He can do that. Some somebody greater than us, somebody more willing uh, than we are, who is able to go to God and basically say, "You know what, God." Um, yeah, they, they messed up, but we're gonna. I'm gonna take care of it. I'm gonna pay for all that they have done to you. Now, again, remember, in order to do that, this person would have to have an infinite, infinite capacity, an infinite capacity in order to do that. None of us here can do that. None of us have an infinite capacity uh, in order to pay off the sins. Pay for all for our sins individually. Nobody can do that but a God man. And that God man, again, is Jesus Christ. Amen? That's the good news. The good news is that Jesus is that man. And this is what Paul is talking about here. For if we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. Somebody had to die. That's basically what Paul is saying here. Somebody had to die. In order to get us right with God. In order to make us acceptable to God. Somebody had to die. There's no other way. That's why Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come unto me except, what? By God the Father. Unless God the Father send him. I should start. I'm sorry. Unless God the Father send him. But then he goes on later on. He says, "No one can go unto God. The, no one can go unto God the Father except through Him." That's what really where I'm heading here. So it goes both ways. You can't go to Jesus without God the Father sending you, and you cannot go to God the Father without God the Father also sending you to the Son, and so forth. They're all working together by the power of the Holy Spirit as well. Once we were enemies, remember that. 
then we were reconciled. That is made acceptable to him through the death of his son. How much more having been reconciled, that is made acceptable. And then also that word reconciled, there's, there's the, there's the um, meaning of um, being made friendly again. Being made, being, being made friends again. Remember in the garden, Adam and Eve, how it was with God? They had a relationship with God, whereby they could go to God anytime they wanted to. Ask Him anything they wanted to. And He would be there to answer them. He would be there, not in His, 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 full, his full divinity, I'm sure, but He would be there in a, in, a, in a form that they could relate to, like a friend. And that's what Jesus even talked about when He came. His first advent. He's, he talked about being with the disciples and talked about being friends with them. I mean, really what that describes is a relationship that is, no, is not, um, there's no war. There's no, there's, no bat, there's no hatred there between the two, the two individuals. But, but when, when man sinned against God, he basically, he essentially declared war against God. Whenever you sin against God, you need to understand that it's that serious. You're basically, you're basically declaring war against God. But God is going to win. He's going to win. And that's why we need a Savior. We need someone who can mediate. That is, someone who can go between us and God. Who can speak for us. Someone that God will honor someone that God can respect, truly respect. And that's Jesus. Amen? So how much more being reconciled, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through His life? That is the life of Jesus. Not only is this so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have received reconciliation. Again, Reconciled. That is being made acceptable to God. I want you to get this. And I want you to understand why it's important to be reconciled to God. Being made acceptable to God. And that you can't do that on your own. That only Jesus can do that for you. You need to understand that. I want you to understand that. So that God willing, if you're not there yet, one day, hopefully, you will remember this. When you are at that point, like I was at one time, and many of us who believe, who are Christians, we were at one time, we came to a place where we realized that we had been all of our life basically warring against God, resisting God, resisting the Holy Spirit, battling against God, running from God, like Adam and Eve, and, and like all those who have, many of those who have gone before us, cursing God, actually, hating God. Hating each other. Hating, hating others. I shouldn't say each other. We're hating others. Hating our fellow man. Our fellow people. Other people. You know, when you think about it, really, you don't realize it, but whenever you steal from someone, really, that's a sign of hatred. It's a sign of hatred toward that person. Because you 
you, if you really love that person, you wouldn't steal from them. You wouldn't want nobody stealing from you, especially. And if somebody did steal from you, you instantly think, oh, that person must not like me very much to take from me like that. Take something from me that's precious, something that you know, clearly I value, and so forth. And other areas as well. So, you know, all these things, again, I'm sharing with you. Because if you have not yet come to that place, I hope that God willing you will. I hope that God will bring you to that place, especially a reconciliation with Him, so that you can see that we all need to be reconciled to God. We all need to be reconciled to God. And only God can reconcile us to Him. And so we need to be always in hope. The hope of being united to God, being made acceptable to God according to His ways. Not our way, but His way. Not our will, but His will be done. In the earth, as it is in heaven, as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen? All right. As bowed eyes closed, let us pray. Well, God, yes, I pray that you would reconcile those who are lost, those who have declared war against you by rejecting your salvation in Christ Jesus those who disbelieve, those who do not believe or have faith in Jesus, pray that you would reconcile them to you. Make them acceptable to you like you have made us acceptable, acceptable to you by the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen.